Welcome to Osaden Talk, a bi-weekly podcast summarizing the latest Osaden development news. Each episode features select blockchain projects our listeners may find interesting. Let's talk. So my name is Andy Green. Thank you guys for coming and being a part of Osiden Talk episode two. It's really, I guess it's two. We had a 1.5 earlier on uh, Michael Owen's official Twitter. Um, just to give you a couple numbers from the, that Twitter, we have close to 2,500 or more by now listeners from that podcast. Um, we have a huge project with Michael Owen going on right now. Check out OsidenLegends.com. Um, so my, like I said, my name's Andy. I am one of the co-founders of Osiden Corporation. Um, you can check us out at Osiden.com. We have some next level technology being built uh, right now released. So far, we have an NFT project. You can check that out on OpenSea. We have a uh, payment mechanism that's going to be used in the ecosystem as uh, that's on uh the Ethereum blockchain, it's called Oblox. You can check that out as well. And we also have an NFT viewer that just went live actually uh, probably about a week ago, a little less than a week ago, where you can view all your NFTs on multiple. It's a multi-chain NFT viewer. Um, you can you can search wallets. You can search collections. Currently, the you, currently you can pull... Um, NFTs from the Ethereum network, BSC network, Phantom, Polygon, and AVAX. Now, I don't know how long you guys have been in the space. I've been in the space a little while, and I've never seen a viewer where you can view all those NFTs in one spot before. It's usually multiple different websites, multiple different projects. Um, So we're really excited about that. But we are here to talk about some other next level projects that are really putting some innovation into the blockchain. Um, we're super excited. Um, there was a little bit of a, of um, I, I guess it's kind of sad because I was really looking forward to it, but um, the Valor coin um, at the last minute, they, they pulled out of this. We're going to reschedule with them. So Ken Shamrock is not going to be on the show. He will be on the show eventually. So possibly next time we'll get him on. And like I said, we're, you know, I'm, I'm super disappointed because growing up, he was uh, someone that I watched um, religiously on, on, you know, from UFC and, and, and you know, just, just I, I just know him. Um, you know, he was, I, I don't want to say he was influential, but, you know, I guess he was because I want, you know, I was always watching UFC fights. Um, so, yeah, we'll get we'll get to them next time. Anyways, we have some I'm very excited for the projects that are on tonight. Um, we have four, well, it's three, and then we also have Dumpster Burns, which is was on last week. He's going to come and talk to you guys again, but I guess we'll start off with, um, let's start off with Pin. Um, so Pin Token, my buddy Paisano, who I think, did I allow you to talk? I think I did. Oh, can you hear me? Okay, there we go. There you are. There you are. I, I know, I'm still getting used to this, uh, the... The Twitter one, the Twitter one, man. You got you got me going in all these other spaces, Andy. You got me going in all these other spaces. How are you doing? I'm great. Man. I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing really good, man. I'm uh, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having us on. And um, you know, there's a lot of similarities that I find in our projects. Did you also um, Jit the pin token? Jit, can you request uh, your mic? Is his mic on too? He's just a listener right now. What? Let me look. It's his pin token. Yes. Yes. Right now. He's now invited, He's now invited to speak. Okay. 
And hopefully I didn't tell him it was on Twitter. Till he was like, what do you mean it's on Twitter? And so he, he got popped on there. And so let's see if, uh, you know, he, he figures it out. He's a pretty smart guy. So, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, pin token, guys. Um, you know, we're real excited to be here. This is um, stands for Pay It Now. I go by Paisano. Um, my background is a business owner, um, consultant, but I'm one of the biggest investors in this project. And I believe in it because I'm talking here now and I put my name on it and I don't get paid. I, get, I do it because I said, you know what, this is how much I believe in this, that uh, I want to be a part of it to help. And so just to go in a little bit about it, you have the two founders, which are the main team. You got JIT. And you got Craig, okay? And they're both airline pilots, okay? And they flew for years. I think Craig's over 12 years. I think Jit's seven to 10 years. And um, they were always, uh, a lot of times, co-pilots. And how they uh, were originally, they were co-pilot friends. They had an emergency they had to do on a flight to Hawaii that uh, they had to do an emergency landing where there was a, a lot of people's lives at stake. So they went into that as... Uh, let's say um, co-workers and came out of it, brothers born of adversity. So here's what's great about this team, okay? And, and Jit's been in Bitcoin since 2008. He's got a story on that. He mines Ethereum, they both mine Ethereum. Um, what Jit has came up with, and Jit is a genius, um, is what they call it, pay it now. And this thing has evolved so crazy that it's, it's pretty unbelievable. And I, I think Jit's still a listener, so when he gets undone, then we'll ask this question. But basically, what our marketing strategy is a little bit different than all of these other companies. Right now, everybody tries to market on, you know, PooCoin or, you know, Dex ads or, you know, whatever, BTOC and all these different things. We went a different route. Um, the new stats just came out that 16% of the U.S. has adopted crypto and owns it. That means 84% of the world has not. We're going after those people. We have figured out a way to bring in mom and pops into crypto. And two of the main things, we have a lot of things we cover. Go to our website, go to our TG, our white paper. Have you looked at our white paper, Andy? It's crazy. It's 75 pages. Okay, so. Yeah, it's a lot. I was looking at it the other day. <laughs> it's a lot, you know what I mean? But it's because it's so rich and it's so good. So here's the thing. Here were projects you know, to me, lack these days. Uh, they don't have vision for long-term. They're meme coins. They put the name Doge, Inu, something like that. They're a pump. They're a dump. You have a Nosidon project that went on the ETH chain because people that hold ETH projects last for a lot longer. So they have long-term vision that shows that. We developed a layer two payment system that we have pin loyalty, pin rewards, and pin data. Pin loyalty is we figured out a way for people that go in. We have the, one of the largest butcher shops in New Zealand that signed up. He's one of our original investors that when you go in and buy meat now with him, you're going to leave with a barcode that gets printed off that you're going to get free cryptocurrency. So he's going to be paying people in pin token. We also figured out a way for people to pay in crypto and for us, for any of the merchants to accept whatever they want in payment with no gas fees. So I want you, Jit, hey Jit, can you talk now, are you there? Yep, I'm, yep, here. I'm here, can everyone Okay, hear so Jit, I wanna uh, go and explain that what you developed and how it works real quick and why it's so much different than anything else. 
Thanks, Paisano, for the intro. So I, I, I'm I'm more of a tech guy, so I'll just get straight into talking about our tech. We have developed a layer two scaling solution on top of the Binance Smart Chain. It was done for a couple of reasons. The biggest one, of course, is that uh, even though the Binance Smart Chain is much faster than Ethereum, Bitcoin, uh, the major players, it's still not as fast to cover large retail chains or large stores which handle a lot of customers at the same time. Nor is finality achieved as fast as you would like when compared to a credit card uh, system like Visa or MasterCard. So the, the potential problems, even though they were small problems, it was more scalability. We needed the system to be fast and we needed it to be gas-free because average Joe off the street doesn't understand the concept of gas until we explain it to him. And even then, Nowhere in the world do you have to pay with one currency, yet have another currency to cover the cost of paying for it. So you don't want you don't walk into a store and pay uh, one U.S. dollar and then have a couple of cents along with the dollar because it takes you money to move that money out of your wallet to the to hand of the grocer. So we had to eliminate gas fees, and our layer two scaling solution does exactly that. Also, the layer two was needed because if a retailer is giving away loyalty tokens, PIM tokens, or, uh, you know, royalty points, he doesn't want to cover the gas fee every time he wants to move tokens. If if I'm on the BSC and I want to move tokens from my wallet to your wallet, I'm giving this out as loyalty points, I'd have to pay, you know, BNB gas fees every single time, and that's not feasible. If I have a 1,000 customers a day and the token uh, transfer cost is 30 cents US for that day, I'm suddenly paying something like uh, $300 just to give out free tokens, so... We needed a layer two solution, and that's why we built our proprietary uh, AI-based algorithm to handle the day-to-day transfers and mechanisms on our layer two. That's pretty incredible. So you're, you're doing like a rewards program, and on top of that, you figured out a way to bypass gas fees. Yes, and you listen to this, Andy. <laughs> Not only that, but also, if people as a merchant decide they want to take crypto right now, they're being charged by MasterCard, Visa, American Express, two to sometimes up to 4%. We've got it to where it's a half a percent to the merchant. So think about this. If you are literally doing millions of dollars or whatever, if we could hand you back two to 3% back in your pocket, and then you also get to take the fiat. So here's what's even crazier. JIT figured out a way to make a stable coin for any currency in the world. Yeah, so our, our layer two is capable of handling any currency. So if a merchant in India wants to start accepting crypto and they want to be paid in a Indian stable token, our layer two is able to immediately mint and burn just as any DeFi exchange does the stable token. So uh, he, he wants to accept Indian rupees pegged you know, to the Indian, Indian token, uh, Indian currency. Whenever someone pays him, he gets paid in Indian rupees or the digital equivalent. Usually you just call it a uh, pegged Indian rupee or pinned Indian rupee or whatever, but it'd be a stable token native to their country. So the layer two, automatically handles that. So all merchants can choose to be paid in their native currency uh, as a stable variant of cryptocurrency. So New Zealand dollars, Australian dollars, Indian rupees, US dollars, obviously, UK pounds, what have you, 
you be uh, the layer two handles all of that automatically at point of sale. So the customer can choose what they want to pay in. I want to pay in ETH today. I want to pay in BTC because BTC is pumping out. I'd like to you know, take some profits for that by buying my stuff in BTC instead of just you know, using ETH or using some of my tokens. I can choose to pay you in BTC, uh, but the merchant would receive the stable token of their choice. Or if they want to, they can receive uh, cryptocurrency. This way we eliminate any potential losses the merchant would make uh, because of volatility in the crypto market. This is a big problem and a big barrier right now because merchants want to accept cryptocurrency, but no one's going to do it if I accept uh, you know, one bit, uh, sorry, uh, $1,000 from uh, you in Bitcoin and the next day the market dumps 10% and I've lost 10% of my uh, takings for the day. So that barrier is something we aim to solve. And we, no, not aim to solve, we solve that by using our layer two to have this point of sale stable token conversion, which is automatic. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Sorry. I like that. Do me a favor, guys. If you're not talking, mute your mics because we're getting wicked feedback. Um, yeah, that's... I want to bring up Okay. So one of the other biggest things that we solved, guys, is that let's say you're a crypto coin. Let's say you're, you're the greed coin that we're talking about or Valor coin or Alex on there nearly... I just want people to be able to buy my coin. I want to buy Osiden. I want to be able to buy it. And I want the gas fees. We have a way that you can download a plugin so you don't have to go like here in the U.S. The most frustrating thing I got right now is I have old school people, real estate guys and stuff. They're like, hey, yeah, man, let me just dump 50 grand in this. But then I go because I don't want to be responsible for it. Well, we got to set up your wallet. Okay, that's cool. Well, now we got to go buy Coinbase. Then we got to go to Binance. Then we got to transfer. Then we got to go to PancakeSwap. By the time I'm done, they're like, you know what? Because you said, I'm going to throw in five, but all of these things are turning me off. We figured out a way that projects that are trusted, right? They'll go through a thing that we will be able that they can buy directly through there by bypassing the swaps. That you won't even have to do the swaps. That you will be able to buy it directly. And what's great too is, see, when we get these rewards, they're going to get, like if you say, hey, I'm, I'm giving these rewards out and I just bought these. Now, these reward companies that are signing up are, are meat companies, grocery stores, medical companies. They're going to be giving out payment systems and rewards. But imagine, so you have the app because we already developed the app. Go on the website, check it out. It's done. We're rolling it out most likely on Friday. So this company started in December and we've already on, we're already on version 14 of the app. He's already built the, uh, the, the similar algorithm AI system and he's built another system on top of that. So this guy, JIT, is a genius, okay? So what's cool is let's say you open your app, you collect your rewards, now your rewards are sitting in your wallet. Well, when you're sitting in your wallet, you get to see that your crypto is going up in value. So we're going to get people that are going to be like, why is this going up in value? And then we're going to have a place where they can click that we're going to turn holders to investors. So here's the best part. These guys are giving out rewards because what's our number one goal as crypto companies? We want to give out, we want to get holders, but we want to get holders and investors. So we're the candy man giving out the free candy to everybody. So they're going, man, I want more of this, plus the 1% reflections that goes back to the holders that we have in. So on transactions, if you're buying meat, if you're buying this, because here's the thing, 
Right now, bull market might be coming back. But if you look at our chart, when it was down, we went up because the holders see the vision because the only way this token goes down is if people stop buying groceries and stop using medical products. And if that happens, we're all in a lot world of hurt anyway. But that's what we went after, the everyday stuff that's going to pay us reflections. And we made crypto easy that you're going to be able to literally go on your app and buy right there, simple, and not have to jump through all the hoops. So you can get anybody in your family that now that wants to do it and they say, well, I want Osiden. Cool. Download the pin app and I can go buy Osiden instead of jumping through all the hoops. Yeah, you're a ease of access. Ease of use. It's great. I love it. Nice. Do you guys have, do you guys have a website? What's the website so people can go check it out? Uh, it's just literally payitnow.io. Perfect. But right now, we're just we're in that phase right now where we're rolling out the businesses start on Friday. We have 30 businesses right now already signed up. We have hundreds of others in the wings. We have one of the top marketing companies that took us on in New Zealand. And here's one of the biggest things I want to say also that you guys have gone this route. We are the only known of approved digital payment company that has stamped our company that New Zealand trusted these guys as pilots with your lives. Okay. So that's pretty big to fly you around. Now New Zealand says that you can trust them with your money. So New Zealand actually gave them an accredited where they had to go through and be licensed payment service provider or a bank. So it's basically like here in the U.S. being a stockbroker and going through that. That's what they've approved. And they said, New Zealand as a country trusts this company with your money. How many projects are you a part of or do you know of right now where the country has signed off that these guys are good? We got that. So we've been going through everything the right way. So it's just, you go in and look, we haven't even talked about pin data and all. There's so many crazy things going on with this company. If you don't go look at it, you're going to know about it in the next 30 to 60 days. And when you see it, you're going to be like, man, I can't believe I heard it. I didn't do it. And uh, you're going to regret it. And so that's why I'm a part of this thing because they're doing crazy, crazy stuff and making crypto easy for grandma and grandpa. And New Zealand says we're a good company. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal yeah. being backed by a, you know, by a country. It just yeah. doesn't hurt. <laughs> just, just, to, sure. just to build on that a little, as Paisano mentioned, uh, we are a registered financial services provider. Dispute res- we have a dispute resolution certificate. Basically, we're certified to provide financial services in New Zealand, and that is in accreditation. They had to do uh, AML background checks, the whole nine yards on us, but. The important thing to realize is now it also gives us a test ground, a, a test bed. You know, we want to start in New Zealand because it's small enough uh, with the population uh, where we can, you know, sort out all the bugs and get started. Yet it has, it has uh, the technological, technologically savvy people where you can test a lot of these things out, whereas you couldn't in other large populated areas. At the same time, the next step is probably Australia or, uh, or the U.S. or the U.K., it, the the rollout process has begun, and we've already in talks with all these uh, with multiple people in those countries to get this thing started there as well. And the Very nice. I love it. Up on Friday, and when we stake with us, you still also get your reflections on top of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if anybody else is doing that. So it actually opens up this Friday, so it's still going. 
So, anyways, thanks, Andy. And nice, then, uh, guys. Getting the questions. That was awesome. Yeah, you guys have a lot going on, and uh, um, but yeah, thank you so much for being here, guys. We appreciate it. Incredible thanks project. Much, man. Right. All right. Who we got next? Um, let's do. Let's say hello to Captain Awesome. Um, Captain Awesome is with Greed. I found Greed a while back um, when they first launched, um, and and. Uh, um, yeah, I, I never got in. I don't think I was looking back to see, cause I used to trade heavy and I, you know, I was in multiple tokens back and forth all day long. And I never, I don't think I ever got into the pre-sale possibly, or I, I don't remember exactly cause it was a little while ago, but, but greed's a cool little project. They, they got like this music label going on there collaborating with like different artists. Anyways, Captain Awesome, please. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. So- yeah. So I guess, I, I, as you know, we have a pretty um, pretty big project, so I'm not going to get into everything and, you know, kill the whole podcast. Maybe we'll do some more at another point. But uh, <clears throat> one of the things, just like again, to give some background, because it is a huge project, you know, I, I'm 47. I'm not like one of these kids that just came out to launch a coin and pump it and, you know, see what happens and hope to deliver something later. You know, from uh, when I got out of the high school in 1990. Two, I went to the Marine Corps in there as Marine Recon. By the time I got out, I was Sniper Team One for the Marine Corps. And, and I don't say that to tell everyone what a badass I am, but one of the things that uh, if anyone knows anyone that's in special ops, they'll tell you that it's a different type of person, someone who gives everything that they've got into anything that they do. Uh, you know, we also have a little bit higher IQ to get it. Well, I know they've lowered the standards over the last couple of years, but back when I was in, you had to have a higher IQ and a pretty good psychological eval to even get through, let alone be one of the top guys. Straight from there, 1996, I got out, 22 years old. Seven days after getting out of the Marine Corps, I started working at Gruntle & Company, the second oldest firm on Wall Street. So since 1996, I have been uh, a broker. So I was a stockbroker, commodities broker, managed floors. By the time I was 23 years old, I was running the floors because of my work ethic. It wasn't my brain. It was just because you know the Marines gave me one thing, work hard. And where everyone else was trying to be smart, I just said, you know, fuck it, work. That's how you make it. So since then, um, I was a stockbroker. I was more interested in what was going on rather than just raising money for projects blindly when the um, brokerage firms were like, just raise money for us because it's good. I was like, well, I want to learn a little more. Actually, and after I learned a little more, I got out of it because I realized we weren't always doing the best thing for our clients. So I took a little hiatus, became a multi-award winning children's book author, toured the country, doing that. Then I had my son and had to get back to the business world. So I spent the last 15 years as a business consultant and uh, I specialized in marketing. Well, you know, without getting to the whole story, I, um, I started trading some crypto and I saw something in crypto that it killed me. I'm like, man, it's really good stuff. I especially like the whole idea of the DeFi and, you know, trading on decentralized exchanges because no one really needs to know, you know, what's going on with your money. I remember, you know, give you guys a quick example. When I was a stockbroker, a young kid, I made a ton of money in my first year uh, or not my first year. It was like later on, right before the market crashed. And I remember, so the year ended out, I had a, I don't know, my tax payment, whatever it was, was like $400,000, which was cool. But you go, you know, that your year end is um, January, but then you have to pay it in April. Well, I don't know if you guys remember what happened in, you know, back in, I think it was April 2000, everything went down. I was trading on margin, so I went upside down. My, I had millions in, but when you're leveraging at 50%, the market dropped so fast. By the time I sold out, I was negative $100,000. 
which kind of sucked. It's like, did I really make the money if I lost it? No. That's what I like about decentralized exchanges. So I started doing some trading there because you can put in $1,000, trade it up to millions, but you really don't have to claim anything until you get it back to a centralized exchange. I saw a lot of good in crypto, but then I saw a lot of the bad. And I thought, you know what, with what I've done with building companies and problem solving, if I just gave the people what everyone else promises they're going to give them and just deliver something with value, build something with value, not something based on Elon's dog's name or a tweet, but build something with value in the long term, it'll pay off because the crypto markets remind me of the dot-com days. You know, everyone back then was buying something dot-com and they'd be like, buyapetrock.com came out and everyone's, oh my God, it's a dot-com, it's a tech company. And then all of a sudden everyone sat back and said, well, hell, what, what does this company actually do? They sell pet rocks. And that's when the markets crashed because it went back to being a little bit more value driven. And that's why when you talk to people in stocks that aren't into crypto yet, they, some of them don't get it. They're like, hey, why are you going to buy this? They're like, oh, it's the name of Elon's dog. For them, they're looking at P.E. ratios. You know, earnings mean a lot, some value trading at multiples. It makes more. So that's what I was trying to bring here, knowing it was going to be the next phase. And I did that by creating the greed ecosystem. So we haven't done any marketing yet. Uh, we launched back about four months ago. The Greed ecosystem revolves, or say, around Greed music because that's our thing. We're partners. Uh, cool and Dre are partners in Greed music. If you guys don't know who Cool and Dre are, they're Grammy award-winning producers and songwriters. They've done it for all the biggest names. I mean, Jay Z and um, I, just if someone doesn't know, the best way I could explain who they are is they're the ones that got a Grammy for producing Jay Z and Beyonce's album when they did it together. So they're the biggest male and female recording artists, and also because you know Jay Z is Dre's best friend. But they've produced everyone from all different walks of life. And um, I had a contact to them, and coming in, I went to my buddy. What all I asked him at first was, "Hey guys, you know, crypto's big, NFTs are big." When you guys launch your hit songs for your recording artists, I'm like, how many other versions are there of that song that no one's heard? Cool's like, man, we could have 20 or 50 different versions. I'm like, what do you do with them? Nothing. You have them? Yeah, man, they sit on this little drive right here. We got everything over here. I'm like, well, what if we could take those he goes, and turn them into NFTs? Because I know NFTs are getting big, but think about it from a collector or even a standpoint or even um, – <clears throat> an investor standpoint you know you might have your favorite song but if you can own a one of a different version of that song and be the only one it's worth a lot of money and he even said he goes well you know pete he goes not only do we have that we've got unreleased songs that you know we created them for the recording label and at the time it didn't it just didn't match up or whatever so they're, they're like there's some amazing songs that no one's ever heard from these people so who looks at me and goes, you know what? We should start the first crypto music label. And I know a lot of people have said it. You know, I know, you know Snoop Dogg's got Death Row and all that. And, you know, we've been saying we're going to launch something. And now we actually have our first song, uh, the first song we're launching. And it's going to be a hybrid. We're doing something different. And, you know, guys, I'm just kind of going to get straight into it. We, um, the technology wasn't out there to do what we wanted to do. So we also built our own NFT platform, which just launched. It's in beta mode. It's being cleaned up. It's the tech launch. So it's not the pretty version. They're working on the uh, UI, the user interface right now to make it prettier. But so we're launching Cool and Dre's first song as recording artist, and it's featuring Fat Joe and Busta Rhymes called Magic Hour. That song is going to launch as an NFT. I have 10,000 of them. But rather than just launching a song, we also thought to add to it. People want to buy NFTs of images with rarity. So 
bouncing around a little bit. We also have a greed goat NFT project we're launching, which showcases some different technologies. The reason I'm bringing this up is we launched an NFT platform, but we also have smart contracts for NFTs that showcase really unique technology tied into NFTs, bringing utilities that no one's ever used before. I mean, we've got staking vaults, we've got uh, price floor stabilizers where it'll go to a wallet and automatically buy the floor on the secondary market. We could split wallets up to 30 wallets in one collection. We could have different wallets on each NFT. So there's a lot of cool stuff we've done, you know, things I'm not getting into or mentioning, but that goes back into magic hour. So when we launch it, it is going to be a hybrid. It's going to be a mix of um, images from the greed goats. It's cool. Dre fat Joe and Busta each have a goat. It's in that NFT. They're all kind of laying there with their heads face in the middle. And they're all going to have 10,000 different images with rarities. But as you guys hear, it's backed by the actual celebrities there. But the images themselves are really cool as well. So that's one part of it. So you'll have the, you know, the images with rarities that are one reason to buy. More than that is we're going to do a lottery. So we took 10 other versions that they had worked on of the song, different beats that aren't the main version. And we're going to have them in like a lottery. So with 10,000, we're going to have 10 of those other versions, 10 numbers correlate with the 10,000 as a lottery winner. So a couple other people, 10 other people will get a one of collectible that's not being used. And I always joke, it sounds like we're um, basically a, an infomercial. So I'm like, but wait, there's more. The other thing that we're doing is we're tying 20% of the real world royalties back into the NFTs. So if you were to do that directly to the NFT, you'd have to list it with the Securities Exchange Commission and everyone would have to register their wallets. But I'm not a big fan of that. That's why I mentioned before, I like the decentralized exchanges. So we are going to convert the crypto, the, uh, <clears throat> the dollars, the fiat back to crypto. It'll be in Ethereum. And if you stake your NFT in the NFT staking pool for this, Greed Music is going to donate 20% into that staking pool. So we're not guaranteeing it back to you if you have the NFT. You have to stake to get it. So then we don't have to securitize it. Well, there's a good thing with that. So on both ends, if half the people stake, that means they're making twice as much money. And then the other half the people, if they're selling and trading their NFTs, well, there's a lot less available. So you can't sell it while it's being staked. So it, it helps on both ends and it creates... Uh, more opportunity all the way around. And, and that's just the one thing I'm going to bring up there. We do have a, uh, a swap that piggybacks on. It's, it's more for simplicity. It piggybacks off of the swaps on the major exchanges. So you could just go there at Greed Swap if you want to buy on Ethereum, on BSC, or right now Polygon. You can go there and buy. Um, just trying to roll through all the things that we have. And then with everything we're doing with the music, uh, we have partnered up. And you guys are going to hear a couple of minutes from Alex at TCG because more than just launching the music, we want to give a whole experience. So <clears throat> I'm here in Palm beach, the recording studio that cool and Dre have it's in North Miami. So inside there at the recording studio, it's a house on the water in Miami. There's five rooms in the house that are recording studios. Two of them are like the bigger ones. And then there's two other ones even outside that they've built because they're always booked. It's not just with their recording artists, but people come and book all over to be able to shoot it. And I said, you know, another thing that would be cool is why don't we live stream people working, the recording artists working in the recording studio to the metaverse. So that was something we thought would be really cool. Put the cameras in this way. You could see them work, whether it's a bigger name. And if it is, you have an NFT to help get you access to it. Smaller names. Listen, you just go in the, and you can watch for free because 
you may want to support them. And while the younger guys or the other guys are there and they're working on a song, if it's not the version that they're going to use, they could chop them up and sell them as NFTs too. So now you have collectibles and you have investments that um, you could be buying. So you're going to really attract two different types of people, a fan, but also an investor. Because if you have a new kid in there, he's working on something. And we have some that we're bringing up now that we're going to launch, you know, you're going to get them a lot cheaper than you are if a Jay-Z comes through and sells one of his NFTs. And they could become that Jay-Z in a couple of years. So it'll bring some people in to listen. And that's why, you know, we knew we wanted to get the metaverse. We bought a bunch of property already in Decentraland. But then we met up with TCG World. And they wound up working with us. And in there, we have $2.5 million worth of land that we've we already got. Um, I'm sure we can just figure out a way to share it later. We already have a pretty cool build. I think it's the coolest build right now in TCG world, but they've already built out greed music. They, um, they built out our studio. We also have another building for baby Dogino. Cause we do, I did, I did launch a meme coin before all this to get used to the crypto markets as a community token, but he's part of the ecosystem and we brought him in to give him utility. So he's going to be the first meme coin that has this much utility plus a video game that's being worked on. And uh, I could, Tell you guys this, it's been real busy right now. We're getting ready to launch. We have different projects that are coming out through the NFT marketplace. One of them is the Greed Goats. Um, basically, we're going after the greatest of all time. Our joke is, in this world of apes, be the goat. And so we're doing a whole si a series of goats. Uh, anyone, any of the ones that we're doing are either verified or they're fictional or dead people. I say that because if you're alive... We're not going to goat you unless you give us a video verifying that basically they go, I'm Ja Rule and I, ver I, ver I, uh, I approve this greed goat. So right now, I think we've got 10 or 11 names. We have more coming through the pipeline. So we have real people and then we have the fictional characters that are coming through. So we do have that because we're showcasing some technologies. A few other things were are going to be popping out. But this weekend in Miami is uh, NFT. Miami. It's an NFT week in Miami. It's yeah, I, can't, I can't wait for NFT Miami. I, I, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, so this is very exciting. I Growing up, I was always trying to find like like big, you know, whoever I was into, whether it was, I was very into the punk scene. So like, you know, back then it was like Good Charlotte or, you know, Take It Back Sunday, Newfound Glory. And I was always trying to find like live like tracks that they would lay down with different words um so that i can have you know you i can yeah. listen to those tracks that were just not the ones that were pushed out mainstream so the fact that you have these artists that are giving you their 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 secondary tracks on the on their very big hits that's kind of a big deal like for me that's a big deal i would want an nft of of you know something something like that you know with with an artist that i'm really big into it's just that that's incredible and then if, and then plus you know just the fact that you're doing just the music label and the fact that you're tied some in some way to jay-z that's massive so that's, well, all uh, right so i'm not gonna say we're not tied in you know they're they well i mean it's jay-z's best friend and you know if you google, <laughs> but, if you google but, those guys you're gonna know you know, there's going to be some kind of articles in regards to Jay-Z and Beyonce and yada, yada, whatever. Yeah, 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 because they, they, they did. They produced the album they did together. But I'll tell you this. As much as you think in the music industry, the best friends don't promote each other when it comes to anything money. It, it still comes down to what do you got for me? But the reason I was mentioning NFT Week Miami is are you coming? Are you here for that or coming down for that? 
Yeah, so I'm based in Fort Myers, and I'm going to be heading over, and I'm going down there with a friend of mine. Um, I'll be there Friday, Saturday, possibly Sunday. Right. So, so definitely, f- if you're going to be there, we'll definitely meet up. I already talked to Alex from PCG, and you know, at some point, we'll we'll get together. Um, well, well, let me let me tell you what we got going on there. So at Grails Miami, which is in Wynwood, where the NFT convention is, Friday at seven o'clock. We also like we, we we've. We all love, like, we've gotten involved with a, um NFT community, Quirkies. They've got a great community. So initially, we were going to do a Quirkies meetup. But then the owner of Grails Miami, he was like, hey, let's throw a party here. So Friday at 7 o'clock, it's going to start, the party. And we're having the Quirkies meetup. We have all of Grails Miami. We're going to be showcasing uh, four different groups of NFTs. There's 80 TVs. There's four groups of 20. We're going to have the Greed NFTs, the TCG Dragons, then we've got some partners with us, um, Pi Protocol, PBG being a couple other ones on one, and then Quirky's on another. And then there's a big screen that we're going to be showcasing uh, the TCG Metaverse with the Greed build, the Valor build. Ken Shamrock's in town with us all weekend. And then we have uh, Tory Lanes is going to be performing and headlining. Plus, we've got some other of our the other recording artists and producers that we work with DJing and performing. So it's a huge party we have going on. A lot of big names coming. Some of the speakers, the big speakers, uh, I don't want to say for sure who's coming, but two of the biggest speakers at the NFT event, and yes, I'm saying like the billionaire type, uh, are probably going to be coming to our party along with a lot of other celebrities and stuff. So yeah, so I will I will get with you privately and I'll talk to Alex and I will we'll, I'll we'll exchange information so that we can meet up. Most yeah, definitely. I'm just waiting for Tori to send me back. The, I'm waiting for Tori to send me back the contract right now. We did it. it was, this was a last minute thing that we just put together, so we're just you know all hammering it down right now. Yeah, perfect. I would love to. I would love to attend something like that. Let me know what I have to do to get in there. <laughs> for sure, you got a pump greed token, bro. Pump greed yeah, token, you're in. You got VIP that's access. That's that's exactly why we're on the show right now. We're pumping your token. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna be. We're also going to be walking around like, you know, Alex kind of is coming in, too. This is a whole plan. Like we had our whole group of people coming in. We have some of our other uh, devs coming in. We've got a really good team. We'll be walking around the convention during the day. And I, I joke like people got booths. We have a walking billboard. We got a Ken Shamrock. So, you know, we'll just be there marketing. I'll have a flyers handing it out. And I didn't I told Grails. I said, don't promote Tory Lanes to the local community. I don't want them coming. in. I want all the crypto people to come. So we'll be promoting it at the event to get them in. Yeah, that's huge. If Shamrock's going to be there, I would love to meet that guy. Like I said earlier, I uh, I grew up watching him. So yeah. he's also and today the reason he didn't get in is we we found that his other business partners aren't the best of guys and they were kind of screwing him around. So brought in lawyers. Actually, he think he's on the call with lawyers right now. Not only did uh, he want to the step, but we were stepping away and rebranding it just for him. Whole valor through the lines. Then without the other business partners that have been. I don't know, jerking him around for three years. Yeah. And uh, and they locked him out of all of his socials and everything else because they had um, remote access. So that's it's not that he pulled out. He just doesn't have access to any of his socials. They even locked his computer down with remote access too, like, <laughs> which he's the president of the company. And that's what the other silent business partner did with the other guys. So, yeah. We're, yeah, we're, happens. We're I, talked to, yeah. I talked to Rob earlier and he said, yeah, I just want to, you know, I don't want to sound like he pulled out. Trust me, Ken. No, he, not at all. I talked to Rob. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to Rob and then and he explained the situation and he said that the next the next side and talk that we do or you know whenever things settle down for you guys we'll we'll definitely get him on the show. So it's yeah. you know he's, I, a, we bro, he's the he's the coolest most down to earth guy you ever meet. That's why you know I all of us have been there like supporting him, working with him, trying to you know bring him through and really push this up because he's got a great 
thing that he's built and we just weren't going to let anyone else ruin it for him. So yeah, he, he's done something amazing with his, right. uh, it's not, it, it was supposed to be the lion's den anyway, which would go back to for his um, fight league. So yeah, we'll get it back to that. Cause that's the first fight team ever created. And that was his, and that's what he wanted. So we're just getting it back to that too. So this is going to be real big. Fantastic. What's your, do you have a website that people can go check you, check your info out on? Yeah. The main website that probably links to all of our other stuff is just greedtoken.com. Perfect, simple, easy. Freetoken.com. Go check them out. Awesome. Yeah, that, that links to like the Magic Hour NFT, I think. It has the Greed Goats, has our swap, our NFT platform. Again, we just launched that NFT platform like last week in beta mode. It's all being worked through now. But yeah, we can supply anyone that's getting into NFTs and looking to provide really cool utility and technology with them. We could give them cust- their own custom contracts for that. We don't want to be like an open sea. It costs you to mint on our public minting contract i basically up there we have a thing saying it's not worth it for you to use us for that if that's what you want go to open sea if you want to bring utility and other so we're more of like a boutique type marketplace because i don't want a bunch of people just minting a bunch of crap because it's free on there you know and just flooding it with that because that that's a waste of time we want to make sure it's people that are serious about their projects looking to put something into it and care about it enough to even you know look at using some of the different technology to bring utility because i know a lot of people would say before the the art is the utility. Well, when you got millions of people using art as their utility, it's time to add utility to your art to be a little bit more special. So, yeah, we even, got, we even have a, a bunch of the Coinbase art. I was going to fly out Wednesday to go to an after party at the L.A. NFT thing to meet up with a bunch of the Coinbase art guys going to Coinbase that I'm friends with. And uh, they're, they're looking to come on, too. All, I'm just laughing because one of them has that on his site. Art is a utility. Now he's like, hey, I'd like to add utility because they all see it. It's the next level of stuff. So we're we're trying to stay ahead of the game in the same way we are. And that's why Decentraland, yeah, people keep talking Web3. We're beyond that. That's why we went to TCG World because, you know, that's the next level of metaverses for any of the people that haven't heard. But luckily, they're going to get to hear from Alex right now about or sometime here tonight. Yeah, TCG World. Yeah, because that yeah. that that's seriously it's it's the most like that's what I thought the metaverse was when I saw these other ones like Sandbox and Decentraland. I'm like, the hell is this shit? And then I saw TCG World. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. I, um, so yeah, th- Captain Awesome, thank you so much for being here. Your your project is incredible. I'm really excited to to go check out your site and and um, you know, I've known about you guys for a while, and I definitely want to you know check out the like I, I like those like underground tracks you know that haven't been released to me that that's a very big you know very big uh you know, it drives me to something like your project for yeah and, um, and even cooler what if you could own one of one of that you know what I mean? yeah that, exactly. that's the cool part yeah 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 for sure um yeah but you know moving on um so tcg world um I was introduced to TCG World uh, from through a fr- you know from a, a, someone that's uh, that is very um, I guess respected in 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 the Osiden community, and um, he put me in contact with Alex, and Alex and I got on a phone call, um, and we had a Zoom meeting, um, and it probably lasted like forty minutes. We were just BSing the whole time. It was great. Um, he showed me before he even released it to his community. He showed me. The, the video he was going to release, I think, the next day for for the for I guess it's 2.0 TCG World 2.0, the alpha version that's going to that is going to be launching. And this thing was unbelievable. I was like completely taken back by by how clear and and 
this thing was. So, um, Alex, I know you're here. You know, please, please tell us about TCG World because honestly, like, I'm super excited for you to be on the show right now because, you know, just the conversation that we have had and the fact that possibly we're going to meet up in Miami, it's just really exciting. So, um, Alex, please. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. It's so cool to hear about all these other projects and thank you for everybody sticking to the end of the Twitter space. You've been a trooper, been on here more than an hour. Appreciate everybody. Um, yeah, so basically we're creating a metaverse. We're creating a living virtual world and we are looking to kind of shape things up a little bit in the metaverse industry. So uh, we are building something that is just uh, absolutely top quality in graphics, in multiplayer experience, user experience, uh, everything. So as it stands right now, everyone kind of agrees that the metaverse is the next big thing. A virtual world is going to be the next big thing. There hasn't really been anything for a while. Uh, I kind of tell people that the last big, like, exciting thing uh, in social technology was, like, when Pokemon Go came out, which was really cool, right? Everyone was outside. Everyone was on their phones. Everyone was interacting with each other. It was all over social media. But there really hasn't been anything since. So, like, VR's come out, which is cool. I own a VR system. Um, but it's not something that everyone's getting together with. It's not something that's talked about a lot. Um, it's not this viral thing. But everyone is kind of agreeing that the metaverse, this virtual world, is going to be that next massive move in technology for not just people, but businesses and education and entertainment, music, everything. Um, and as far as the current state of affairs when it comes to metaverses is there's not really anything of quality out there. So I'm not going to drop any names or bash another project because that's not what we're about, but there's not really much to do when it comes to other metaverses. So what I mean by that is, so we just had a partner uh, partner with us um, a couple weeks back and they did a, a full build out in one of these other metaverses. They did a whole $400,000 build out uh, and they're working directly with the development team and they go to the development team and they say, Hey guys, um, we would like to create like a little arcade station in our building. We think that would be really cool for our community to play some arcade games. And this uh, billion dollar metaverse, I won't say the name, but one of the top two comes back and says, sorry, we can't do that. And they say, well, why? And they, and they say, well, we just don't have the functionality to do that. So they said, okay, well, plan B, um, can we create like a putt-putt golf course? Uh, I don't know why their community's into putt-putt golf, but they said, uh, can we create like a putt-putt golf course for our community? And again, this multi-billion dollar metaverse comes back and says, okay, well, we can build you a putt-putt golf course and you can look at it, but you can't play it. And they said, what? Why not? And they said, well, we don't have the functionality. So in these other metaverses, you can have these Lambos or these cars, but you can't drive it. You can have all these things that are fun to look at, but you can't interact with it. So um, what basically the current state of affairs with metaverses is they kind of have just become storefronts. Like, yes, you can buy and sell land. Yes, you can buy and sell NFTs, but that's kind of it. So what most people do is they'll log into these metaverses, they'll walk around for 15 minutes, and they'll kind of just do this thing 
where they just kind of say like this, th this is the metaverse. This is the thing that everyone's freaking out over. Um, and they just kind of walk around in disgust as, you know, there's, it's, it's, it's not the, the most pleasing thing to look at. So what happens is they, they walk around for 15 minutes, they log out and they never go back because why would you, there's not really much to do. So we are creating uh, an insanely interactable world um, where we're going to have all these different events and tournaments and battle arenas and racing tracks and theme parks and ski resorts and golf courses and escape rooms. Um, we're going to have all these different industries, the music industry, entertainment industry, education industry, uh, and a whole slew of everyone's uh, businesses in the world too. So not only is it going to be a place where uh, people can come and just do things together and have fun together, but businesses are going to thrive in what we are creating, or that's the hope is that they're going to thrive in what we're creating because we are big believers that these massive business CEOs, um, quality businessmen, or hey, top quality uh, celebrities like Michael Owen on the call, right, is a top quality celebrity. They want to be in a top quality metaverse. You know, uh, these businesses, they have a brand, these celebrities, they have a brand. Uh, and when you're in these metaverses that you can't even make out their logo um, or anything because due to the pixelation of the graphics, um, it doesn't look too good. So we're finding that these top quality individuals and businesses want to be in a top quality world. And I wish Twitter space had a, had the functionality uh, to, to share my screen. Cause I would totally show everybody on this call, the graphics. Um, but what we are creating is kind of triple a quality, uh, graphics, like very, very high definition, like GTA quality type stuff. If people know what those graphics are like, uh, we have a pretty massive studio and what's crazy is we're going into alpha here in three days. So all the videos that we have sent out on our world, that's actually what our world looks like. Like we're not creating uh, YouTube gameplay videos, making them look all fancy. And then when the, the game comes out, it's like five levels below what was promised, which is what a lot of game studios do. The personal, personal thing that upsets me. Um, everything that we're showing right now in our videos is actually our world. Um, it's beautiful. And we've created the entire product. So uh, we're also going to be a downloadable world. We're not on a web page. So some companies go on a web page. Uh, and the problems with that is the multiplayer is laggy. It's not a very good user experience. And the graphics are only as good as they'll ever get when you're on a web page. The, the, the metaverse is out there right now utilizing that like, you can't really get much better with graphics. So we're creating a whole downloadable world, everything built on a Unity engine, everything uh, being interactable. Um, and we're kind of looking to uh, to make some waves in the, in, in the entire metaverse industry. The last thing about us uh, is we're also looking to be that good guy company. So there's a lot of game companies out there that at one point were the good guy company, uh, but then I don't know if something happened in the last five, seven years. A lot of these highly reputable uh, companies, I don't know if it's corporate greed or something else, but they just, they don't listen to their community. They've kind of fallen from grace. And a lot of things have turned very corporate greed. 
um, including, unfortunately, some other metaverses. Like, uh, they don't really work with businesses as much. They could care less if your business succeeds or not. Um, they just want you to invest. We want our businesses to thrive in our world. We're working with everybody individually. So that's kind of TCG world as a whole. Um, if you want to look us up, our world is TCG world. So our website, super easy, is just tcg.world. So you can check us out. You can look at some of our stuff. We enter alpha here in three days. And we're gonna. the goal is to get everybody in. And everyone can finally see for themselves what we've been working so hard on. Uh, but yeah, that's us as a whole is, uh, is what we're building with TCG World in the metaverse. Yeah, Alex, I was super impressed with with your with the video that you showed me on the Zoom call. And then I, I actually, guys, if you want to check out that video, go go to their YouTube page um, and check out that I, I believe it's on there at the end of the the thirtieth broadcast. I think it is, if I remember correctly. Um, it was pretty next level. I I was super impressed, um, and I'm, I'm I'm more excited to like actually if you're if they're going to be launching this in like three days to even just download it and check it out because it's. You know, it's it was something like I've never really seen before, especially if it's going to be involved with the metaverse and you're actually going to be able to do things in the verse as opposed to just kind of standing around. Right. Because that's that's what I get. You know, that's what you were explaining before. That's what it is. People create a metaverse and then they, you know, they have a avatar or a, a NFT is there and it's just kind of not doing anything where you're going to have different things. You're going to have shops. You're going to have, you know, you know, high profile players are going to be, have their stores or whatever it is. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool the way that, that they're setting it up. Plus the facts that the, the graphics are insane. Like I seriously go check out their YouTube and you'll understand where, 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 where they're going with this. Um, also, you know, we're, I'm pretty sure everybody that's on the call, except for maybe pin, we're all going to be at NFT Miami. So if you're in Miami, you know, come check us out. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on down there. I'm excited to meet Alex and and Captain Awesome. You know, if they if they have the time to, you know, you know, I'll just tag along with them possibly. Um, but that's exciting. Um, yeah, I, I'm a very big fan of TC, TCG World for sure. Yeah, so you can check out our, our YouTube. It's uh, TCG World. Uh, we do a weekly AMA. Um, I actually host them. So literally every single week, uh, we sh we share everybody with our development progress. And every single week is a uh, we we don't have boring AMAs is the is the short of that. Uh, we we take the approach of being very communicative on everything that we're building, and it's it's really exciting. So if you go look at our YouTube channel, you can check out our last ones AMA number thirty. Last week's twenty nine, and then twenty eight. Um, these last three AMAs, we dropped some stuff. Uh, we dropped some pretty big um, graphic um, <laughs> videos, as well as some behind the scenes stuff of things that we're working on. And uh, and we're excited. We're so excited to get everybody in. We're going to let people in on alpha in stages, um, and we're going to let groups and more groups and more groups in to the point where it's just pure public access. And the goal is to get everybody in, see how big the world is, which it's freaking huge. We're, we're looking actually to create one of the largest landmass worlds ever created. Um, it's huge. It's enormous. So, but it's, uh, it's all dreams and ideas until people actually log in and see it for themselves. Gameplay video is one thing on YouTube, but logging in and experiencing for yourself, it, it hits different. So we're having a lot of excitement, a lot of projects and, and companies and celebrities reach out to us because like we said earlier, they want to be in something top quality. 
um, because that's them. That's their brand, you know, so they want to they want to be represented in the most top quality way as well. So, yeah, check us out, TCG World. Uh, and then you can always reach out on any of our socials. Uh, we're very active, big mod community, super positive professional community of leadership, too. So we're always here to answer questions. Um, but, yeah, we're uh, we're looking to do some pretty fun things here within the next uh, couple months, uh, which already things have gotten pretty exciting as it is. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we encourage everyone on here to check us out. Excellent. I love the passion. Alex is always pumped up. His 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 um YouTube the other day was intense. It was great. Um yeah, so that's that's three incredible projects that we just brought onto the space. Um Valor, the Valor coin, like I said earlier, they couldn't make it. Um we'll get with Ken Shamrock and them down in Miami possibly, and then in the future we'll have him on the show. So what I'm gonna do right now, this is running a little long. We're at like one hour time. So let's dive back last week we or last time we jumped on to a project an nft project a blue chip hopefully the next blue chip nft project called dumpster birds um jay you around yeah i am standing on the side of the lie working but i uh, nice i told my guy you, you got to take care of this yourself i got an important call to make and i'm glad i stayed on the line he's probably pissed off but whatever so tell us about dumpster birds real quick drop it to them yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, first and foremost, uh, Captain, Greed Token, Pin, TCG, I, I, we're going to have to talk. We need a little space. Uh, we're going to need a little space for dumpster birds in uh, in your little metaverse over there. Yeah, Captain, I'm down to chat. Yeah, we'll talk. I already I already liked you. Captain, my boys, uh, my art bird and my nerd bird are going to be down there in Miami. So uh, they'll they'll link up with uh, Andy. Let's... Uh, Let's uh, let's talk. Let's do some stuff down there. That's, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're, we're flying in some of our nerds too. All right. Yeah. They, well, we, uh, we, they, we can let them all talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, I'll link up. I'll send you a direct message. Anyway, right. uh, so dumpster birds. Yeah. Last week I kind of gave you uh, a little bit of a brief rundown. I'm not going to go over the whole origins and everything like that again. But we came up with this concept. And uh, we absolutely love it. It's a 10K collection. Uh, a couple of the guys were, were talking before about utility. You know, that's one thing that me and my partners were talking about before. And uh, that's good. it's an ever-changing thing with this. And I absolutely love some of the ideas that all of you guys, that the fact that NFT is taking, you don't hear what everybody's doing all the time. Always, you know, it's just, you know, the, the blue chip projects and, and, and these celebrities that are involved, like there is so much that we don't know about NFT that's going to wind up ruling the future. Uh, and Andy, we've spoken about this many a times. Uh, so utility is is very important. You're not just buying a JPEG. And I think, um, you know, we've been coming up with some really fun, creative utilities. Um, you know, the, the fact that our artist is not just a digital artist. A lot of these guys are just digital artists. He's a multimedia artist. He's does everything. He, the other day he was creating a clay pigeon, you know, like a clay dumpster bird. Um, so we're really, really excited with the future. We're working out a few of, uh, a few of the things that we're finding in the collection to be a little off. Um, we're, we have a few early adopters that have joined our discord nice and early. So they're going to get a nice, uh, nice treat once we're ready to announce what they're going to get. Um, and you know, every time I come on, I tell you and your listeners that, you know, we're going to open up the whitelist. Anybody that wants to join our, uh, our link is obviously in the, in our bio. So you can go to our link tree that has all of our socials. Our website is really awesome. We're going to update a little bit more information on that tonight. Um, so we're really excited. Um, 
were one of the first green NFT projects. I haven't heard of anybody rebutting me and telling me that there was one before us. So we are very aware. Uh, Sorry about that. That was my wife calling me. Um, We're very aware of the environmental impact of of mining uh, mining token. So we're going to be giving back a portion of our proceeds, portion of our sales, portion of our uh, royalties back to uh, Offcentra. I believe you guys are also uh, uh, donating to them as well to plant trees in the rainforest. I think it's a very, very great company, and uh, we're really excited to work. Yeah, with we that. have a lot of we have a lot at side. We have a lot of green stuff going down. We we had meetings today. We had we had, yeah we had a bunch of stuff going on with with uh, trying to negate to negate trying to negate. The negative impacts of of you know what the blockchain and, and minting et cetera are doing to the to the yeah world. I mean we're 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 real proud of that and we have no problem giving back same thing with our community you know community is only and and, and excuse me an NFT project is only as strong as its community and uh, we are going to give a lot of control to our community with when it comes to you know rights and voting rights and you know things along that nature to help us uh, decide what happens with this project in the future um, so. You know, we really we if you like what you heard, you know, we'd love to have you in our community. Um, we are giving away some NFTs. So, you know, I don't want to get into into too in depth with it. But, you know, anybody that joins on, definitely uh, reach out to me and we'll whitelist you. Uh, we should have some more information come uh, come right after the NFT week. Um, I think, Andy, you said something about possibly a live uh, broadcast from there. I don't know if that's still in the works, but we might have some information for you and your community uh, come uh, next week at the NFT Miami. Yeah, Jay, what's your website? website? Everything is DumpsterBirds. So website, DumpsterBirds.com. Twitter, DumpsterBirds, at DumpsterBirds. Instagram, at DumpsterBirds. Um, And then our link tree is in all of our bios where you could get to our Discord. And uh, once you get in the Discord... Uh, I think my name under there is Squirrel Master, so I'll uh, reach out to you personally and I'll tell you uh, how to get on the whitelist. Uh, we're not giving that away to everybody. It, you know, we think that uh, your community is really important to us, so we want to reward them for, especially all the. I'm scrolling through; there's still a lot of listeners on here, so uh, we want to reward those people as well. So definitely reach out, join our Discord, and we'll uh, we'll we're happy to have you. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Jay. Jay. Yeah, we, I definitely, I, I've known, I've known Jay for a long time. I've, you know, we have, we're, we're close friends and, and I've seen this project from the super beginning to come, you know, come to this point right now. And, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, I, I support it hundred percent. Check them out. Um, yeah. So uh, definitely NFT Miami, definitely check us out down there. Um, we're all going to be there. You know, Captain Austin is going to be there. Alice is going to be there. I'll be there. Um, but yeah, so does anyone have any questions? We have, we know, I didn't take any questions cause we were running a little long, but is there anyone that has any questions about any of the projects that have been showcased right now today? Um, just raise your hand or request. No. Cool. All right, guys. Well, my name is Andy again. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders of Osiden. So please head over to Osiden.com and check us out. We have some pretty cool things coming out. Um, guys, thank you so much for being here. Pin token, greed. Uh, hey, hey, you, hey, you Florida guys, it's snowing here in New York right now, by the way. So. Yeah, well, that's why, that's why I left. That's okay. why I moved to Florida. Yeah, all right, Captain. Awesome. <laughs> Osiden down there in Florida. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, also, guys, check out OsidenLegends.com. Thank you, Michael Owen, for being a part of this and listening. 
to us, he is now live. He's still live on this. He's been here the whole time. We had a, an amazing podcast with him, which is going to, uh, I think if you go to the, our Twitter, uh, at Osiden, you can listen to the previous podcast. We had a lot of people on there. So check that out. That'll be both this and the Michael Owen podcast will be available on Spotify, Apple Music, um, eventually uh, Google Podcasts, as well as Amazon Music. We're blasting them all over the place. So you'll be, you'll hear it. You'll see it. You know, it's going to be hashtagged. You're going to, you know, you, it's going to be everywhere. So we have a lot of cool things, guys. I appreciate you so much for coming out and listening to us, especially the projects involved, Alex. Um and captain i really look forward to possibly meeting you down in miami i'm heading down there friday morning absolutely yeah i'll be there till sunday so alex you have my number and we're you know we're connected on telegram and twitter and everywhere else so we'll definitely get something going and um guys i really appreciate you coming out for the second edition of osiden talk thank you so much for being here and uh cheers have a fantastic night all right thanks Thanks, everybody appreciate you guys Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Thanks, brother. All right.